me one second. I just gotta math some things out real quick. What are you talking about? This is a narrative D&D podcast. We don't math. We absolutely math. We just hide our math. It's secret math. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode three of our Curse of Strahd narrative D&D podcast. Uh, I apologize that this one's a little bit later. The holidays happened and, you know, food, fun, family, all of that uh, delayed my editing. The good news is, is that I think our audio quality has uh, improved quite a bit. Uh, we've all gotten a little bit better at, at how we how we narrate our actions, how we make those choices, and I think that this is our best episode yet. It is also our longest episode yet, and uh, as always, before I roll any kind of intro, there is the warning that this does contain adult language, so your little ones probably shouldn't listen to it. As an intro, I want to present you with an outtake from uh, this current episode. This is a bit that I cut out of the audio because it wasn't directly related to uh, the narrative, the story of the campaign that we're playing, but I thought it was funny and a little bit appropriate for us to use anyway. It's because yeah. I'm better than you. Wow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Things get heated in the Curse of Strahd campaign. Yeah, this is what horror does to you guys. And as always, I will let the players introduce themselves and their characters to you in their own unique ways. I am Hylius Leiden. I am the High Elf Folk Hero. Bromley Lionbrand, human cardcaster. I am uh, Jeremiah Blackwater Roland. I am a human rogue. I'm Kitar Trezuman. I'm a dark elf fighter. Greetings. I am Leander Lionbrand, a stoker of fires and a forger of futures. I am a human forge cleric of Gond and father to Bromley Lionbrand. Episode 3 picks up where episode 2 left off with uh, Leander carrying Brom's lifeless body away from uh, his death and the party going to take a rest in a room that they are pretty confident is safe. Um, there will be a, a couple things that happen in this episode that I think need a little bit of explanation. Uh, if you're not into Dungeons & Dragons, if you're not a regular Dungeons & Dragons player, you should know that uh, a death save is when somebody's like bleeding out or dying. And if they fail a death save three times, they die permanently. Uh, that's important because I think in this episode we roll more death saves than basically anything else. So in this episode, our characters try to escape from this, uh, this house that they've all found themselves trapped in. And they, uh, they try to solve problems in ways that are both successful and unsuccessful. Hope you enjoy it. Where are you guys headed? Probably back down those stairs that we should have gone down the first time. So you guys, uh, you guys head back up the hallway. There's a flight of stairs down. Uh, you head down to a little landing. There's another flight of stairs down to another landing. And then there's a set of stairs that descend down into a darker layer of the basement. Keep going. You come down the last set of stairs into this uh, rather large room. It's got uh, 13 alcoves, 13 little niches along the, uh, along the wall. And in each of these niches, there's a separate item. Um, there's a small mummified yellow hand with, with sharp claws tied on a loop of rope. There's a knife carved from bone. There's a dagger with a rat's skull set into the pommel. There's an eight-inch diameter varnished orb that looks like it's an eyeball. So there's, a, <laughs> there's, a, there's like a holy water sprinkler carved out of bone. There's a cloak 
It looks like it's made from some kind of stitched skin. Uh, there's a dried out frog tied to a stick. There's a bag full of something that smells really bad. There's the uh, severed shriveled finger. There's a six inch tall wooden figure of a mummy with its arms crossed over its chest. There's an iron pendant that has a devil's face on it. There's a shrunken shriveled head that looks like it came from a halfling or a gnome. And there's a small uh, wooden box. I turn around and look at Bromley. Don't touch anything. Bromley's dead. Bromley is dead. Not Bromley. <laughs> um, Roland, I'm sorry. So fucking insensitive. Look at Roland. Don't. <laughs> Roland, don't touch anything. And I've kind of moved in the center. I can right. see. You can see that there is now, there's uh, the, the floor slopes down into this room. And this room that you see, uh, you notice that the chanting is even louder here, and the chanting here seems to come from this room. But as you step up to look into it, the mm -hmm. chanting stops. Looking in, you can see there are these bare stone pillars, perfectly smooth, supporting the ceiling. In the center of this kind of water-covered floor, there's mm -hmm. a raised platform. Yep, of course there is. However... You find that you can't get in, you couldn't go into this room if you tried because there's a rusty iron portcullis that has dropped down over the entrance. Um, Katar's going to light up his uh, dancing lights cantrip. Cool. We, we can't go down that way because there's um, a grate and it's a raised platform. The chanting has stopped. There's something in there, but I don't know what. We can go down this hallway and see what's here. Perhaps we should investigate these strange trinkets. Perhaps we shouldn't touch anything again, because so far, everything we've touched has tried to kill us, and actually successfully killed one of us. Okay. Technically not true, but that's not the point. I don't think this is the time for semantics. Alright, we'll, fo we'll follow your lead. Going down the hallway. So, yeah, you guys walk into this narrow hallway. It's a narrow hallway from where you are right now. And as you step around this corner, uh, you see... Uh, a series of a series of like little cells set into the walls, and as you as you step forward in, you notice that the uh, the cells contain shackles hanging from the uh, hanging from the walls. All the shackles seem to be empty. This bodes ill. Uh, yeah. Hanging hanging in the back, hanging straight back, uh, directly ahead of you, there's mm -hmm. a skeleton that is that is chained to the wall, wearing a tattered black robe. Well, it's a dead end. We can't get out this way. I believe that statue of that man also had a black robe on. Did he? It was a black cloak. Cloak robe. So I guess back to that main chamber. Because that's a dead end. All right. How, how many of these cells are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Twelve three sets, It's three sets of four. Twelve cells and thirteen weird trinkets in the other room. I if that means something. Are any, you, are any of you going to spend any time looking around these cells, or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna examine them a little bit, just. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Katar, you kind of wander around, you're poking stuff. You do notice that the uh, the black-clad skeleton is wearing a gold ring. Um, that might be worth something. And you also notice that there is a door hidden in this wall that appears to go into that large chamber you saw earlier. Okay, so I'm just going to, yeah, guys, the door opens, the door, it, there's a door here, it probably opens into that large chamber. I, I, 
What do we do? We want to go in? Do we? If we think it's going to get us closer to an exit, I say we should go for it. It could. You have a point though with those. Here's my worry: is that there's some there's twelve. You said there's twelve cell, thirteen cells, twelve cells, twelve cells, twelve cells, thirteen objects. I wonder if there's something in there because we're going to have to fight something in this other room. I'm betting, and I'm wondering if there's something in there that's going to help us kill it. Well, maybe we should investigate those those objects. Let's examine them, but without picking them up, if we can. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're all just going to go back to that room. Chanting the star. I mean, we have to go in that room regardless. Like, it's, it's going to be a thing. We're going to have to go. There's something in there. But yeah, no, that's a good point. There's probably something in here that we're going to need. Um, so yeah, can we just investigate each one slowly without picking them up? Sure. Would I recognize any of this from like any kind of religion or any kind of um, religious symbolism? Um, these all do seem like cultic things. Uh, this this room almost seems like a reliquary, a place where a place where valuable items or or items of some kind of holy significance are kept. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that these items have any magical power in and of themselves. Just that they are important items for whatever cult is involved with this. Can I um, roll a history check and just see if I've heard of any cults that maybe use stuff like this in my time studying? Sure. Because I obviously, as a, as a acolyte, I would have studied the light as well as the dark. Sure. I mean, there are any number of dark cults throughout the ages. There are, there are cults that worship demons. There are cults that worship devils. There are cults that worship hag covens there are cults that worship vampires there are cults that worship evil evil gods from the outer planes uh and and there's nothing really specific enough in this room to pin down what these what these Are. people might have worshipped yeah. uh, although there was a statue upstairs of a pale man with a wolf i don't know what do you guys want to do uh i mean we could just try going through that door you just want to go through the door? Unprepared. We're all healthy. One of these things is not like the other. I, I, I take it. Something is meant to be removed. I think... Okay, it's 13 items, 12... Okay, so it's, it's, it's got to be one of two things. It's either going to be the six-inch tall wooden figure of the mummy with its arms crossed over its chest or the iron pendant. Because everything else is made of something that is like human not humanoid but it's all it's either humanoid or animal or 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 bestial mm. i was thinking more along or the lines not. that that most of these things are used in some sort of human sacrifice which would explain the cells i guess exactly and what i'm saying is i'm betting all of those except for one of the either the mummy or the iron pendant were taken from something held in that cell mm. that's what i would think um it has the, the, the Iron Pendant has the demonic face on it, correct? It does. Mm. The devil's face, and then the six-inch tall wooden figurine, the mummy. Can I um, inspect the mummy closer and see if it matches the, the statue we saw upstairs a little bit? Not really. It, it doesn't really look the Not same really. at all. Okay. The the man upstairs was painted with a pale skin tone, but he was he was definitely not like dried out and desiccated like a mummy would be. Yeah. Is this a, it's, but it's not a real mummy. Does it, okay. 
Um, let me, I'm going to take a closer look at the iron pendant and see if I've seen anything like the devil face um, anywhere in the house. Do I need to roll another check? Uh, no, I mean, I know what you've looked at in the house. You haven't really seen any, any devil's face like this. Okay. It's just tough. I'll tell you one thing, though. I mean, for what it's worth, I'm glad none of this stuff is getting stolen, potentially. Uh, yeah. What are you trying to say? <laughs> that was really not the best thing to say right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of us has to do something stupid, and might as well be me. Um, I'm going to pick up the iron pendant. Uh, you reach out your hands. You place your hand over the iron pendant. It feels cold to the touch. You curl your fingers. You pick it up. You're now holding an iron pendant. <sighs> um, you made a good choice. So far. What is, do I see any, so you said what, what do you say about, the, it was like an iron grate that came down? Uh, portcullis, yes. What does the water look like that I, it's in front of me? Just like water. Like water. I'm going to step into the water up to it and just kind of look in and see what I can see. Ooh, can I push the dancing lights in there? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to push all the dancing lights in there and just kind of spread them around the uh, the – I want to put them around the uh, raised platform in the middle to see if I can illuminate it better. Okay, so uh, looking in through this portcullis, you see a couple details you didn't see before, especially as you send your dancing lights in to uh, to check some stuff out. Uh, there is a there's an altar on top of this raised platform in the middle of the water. There are rusty chains with shackles on the ends hanging from the roof above the altar. The altar appears to be carved with depictions of of grasping ghouls like the creatures you fought up above, and there's stains of dry blood splattered across the altar. What's that in the far corner and the little pile of stuff? There's, there's just. It looks like there's a break where the part of the wall has caved in. So there's little bits of rubble and and things rubble. that appears to have kind of fallen in from the ceiling of, of some kind of sinkhole or cave in or something like that. That may be our way out. So how do we get in? Well, we got to go back through the. We got to go back through the uh, dungeon area, or and then go through that secret door. So I say we do that. It's the way. And I'm going to put the iron pendant back. And put the iron pendant. Why are you putting the iron pendant back? Ah. Uh, no, you know what? No, I'm going to keep the iron pendant. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. All right, we're going back. So you open this door, and you now have access to this room with this uh, raised, this raised platform and this altar with shackles above it. And as as you step into the room, mm -hmm. suddenly. Along these raised platforms on the opposite side of the room, 13 dark, mysterious figures appear. And each one appears to be holding a torch, but the fire is of color of black, and it appears rather than shedding light to draw light into it. Where you would expect to see faces are just black, empty voids, and they begin to chant together, One must die. One must die. One must die. One's already died. Lovely. Are we are we going into this room? Um, and I have no other choice. One must die. Are they wanting us to sacrifice one of ourselves? Can I aid him? 
yeah, Katara, there's a good chance that they want you to sacrifice one of yourselves on this altar. I'm gonna walk over to um, Leander and put my hand on his shoulder and and just kind of look down at Bromley and, and say, he may have died, but at least he can get you out of here and kind of look towards the altar. We may have to leave him here. There is no leaving of Bromley here. If we don't leave him here, none of us may ever get out. We're all getting out. I don't... If you can come up with another way, then by all means, are the any other way out. Are the 13 figures holding anything other than those torch things? Like They are not. Do they have any markings similar to the items that we just saw? They do not. I'm going to go over and investigate the uh, cave-in area. Uh, can I push my cantrip lights up, kind of up into the cave-in, just to see what's up there? Well, the cave-in goes up about five feet. Okay, and what do I see? Rocks and dirt. But no exit? No tunnel? No. What's, can, is, how deep is the water? Probably about six inches. Is there anything strange about the altar? Uh, I mean, besides the creepy carvings and the bloodstains? Yes. No. Anything like... There are okay. shackles above it. Wasn't there a ring on one of the bodies back in the uh, cell chamber? Yeah, a gold ring. Did anyone grab it? No. Do you want to risk that thing uh, coming alive and trying to kill you? Well, at this point, I mean, I would. If maybe if it does come alive, we can use it as a sacrifice. Uh, I guess you have a point. We have no better ideas, I guess. It's already dead. I, I truly believe there's only one way out of here. It, it's not something that we're going to be... It's not something that we want. It's the, There's only one way out, and I don't think it's one of us is going to like it. All right, let me go poke it. Okay. No, no, you stay right where you are. Take the ring and pull the ring off and let's see what happens. I have a good chance of slipping away from it. Okay, Uh, before I wasn't trying to do that, so I should be, I should have a good chance of leading it into this room if it does wake up. Fair enough. That's a good point. So, uh, whatever. Uh, Am I going by myself? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking fine. Roland, you walk through the now open secret door back into this area with the cells and the shackles. You approach this skeleton shackled to the wall. On its finger is a gold ring. For Bromley, I try to take the ring. You reach out, put your fingers on the ring, you try to slip it off the finger. Pretty easy to slip off. The flesh is all rotted away and that's not gross at all. As you pull this gold ring off of the skeleton bone finger, you find that you have a gold ring in your hand. Katar has an idea while he's doing that, and he kind of walks back to the secret door and kind of says into the uh, uh, into the hallway, um, Roland, can you unchain that body? Uh, I don't like... Whatever. Sure. Sure, I'll do it. See if you can bring it in here to set it on the altar. Um, alright, sure, why not? I, um, 
Try to unchain the body. Like, yeah, and you can't really get the shackles undone, but it's a skeleton, so you can kind of, like, crack the hands off and pull the arms out of the shackles. That one's uncomfortable, but uh, it's done. What's done is done. And then, and, and then you lay, carry the skeleton kind of back through the secret door. Lay him on the altar. Oh, God. Just, fuck. Just drop it. <laughs> yeah, you take you you walk out. You uh, you drop the skeleton in a pile of bones on the altar, and I'm gonna say, and the chanting gets slightly more intense as they say, "One must die, one must die, one must die." <sighs> Is there a way to die without dying? Like, can I can I say I died itself, and like, I'm just here for you guys. Not gonna be selfish. Maybe onto something. Maybe yeah. just enacting the ritual and not actually killing someone may be enough to satisfy these uh, specters. We have one other option, but Leander doesn't want to try it. Well, considering that the thing that was dead didn't help us, I don't think using another dead body is really gonna help us. That's a fair point. When uh, Katara uh, examined this pile with a hole in the in the uh, chamber here, did he examine uh, like what's in the pile? No, he didn't. He didn't examine the pile at all. He just kind of looked up at the ceiling. Oh yeah, I want to see if there's anything. Yeah, I'd like to explore this pile. Okay. What do you mean by explore the pile? Like uh, sift around in there and see what I can see. So you kind of you kind of reach down, you start to you start to move some stuff around, and you encounter a little resistance. Oh, I God. knew it! I knew it! Perhaps the, this killing this thing will count as a sacrifice. Let's Maybe. hope so. Okay, so um, as you start to poke, suddenly everyone notices that the chant changes. No longer are they chanting "One must die." They are now chanting "Lorgoth the Decayer, we awaken thee." Lorgoth the Decayer, we awaken thee. And as that happens, Roland, you look over to see Pileas poking at something as something begins to move in the pile. (laughs) I guess we've learned nothing about poking things. I didn't poke, I I sifted. I sifted through. I see a threat. I'm gonna try to stab it. You try to stab at it? And uh, you manage to hit one of the pieces of rubble in the pile. Your rapier just tings off and doesn't doesn't penetrate anything. Um. All right. I am going to. I'm gonna step the fuck back. Pileus. Am I like engaged with this thing right now? Yes, basically? you are. Okay. All right. I want to try to. Uh, well, of course, I want to rage. Can you describe this creature? Does it seem to have any weak points? Well, you can't really see anything now. Is it still mostly covered by rubble? They're just. They're just patches of, of kind of dark green skin you can see kind of shifting and moving underneath this pile of rubble. I, I, I'm going to go for one of these green spots and I'm try to thrust my sword within it. Okay. It seems like it's a, a threatening creature hiding under there, so I'm going to go ahead and give that a shot. Unfortunately, uh, the spots are shifting, the rocks are falling and, and moving around, and you just can't seem to get uh, any kind of deep thrust into this thing. Uh, as you do that, um, this, this what looks like a, a thick cluster of vines shoots out of it into you, Pileus. You are currently grappled. 
And as you are grappled, it moves and pulls you into itself. You are now trapped in this seething Hi. mass of what feels like roots and vines. Katar, you have just watched Pileus being pulled into what, this pile of whatever it is. Yeah. Um, he's going to move down to it and double attack with short swords. You take your short swords and you just, you, you instinctively, you see the, you see the weak spots and you stab in between these, between these, uh, shifting rocks and rubble and you manage to get two good hits on the thing. It, it recoils a little bit from your attacks, but you don't hear it make any sounds or anything like that. So Leander, it's your turn. I would like to cast Bless on my three companions, and I'm going to take myself and Brom's body. So you're going to move toward the, toward the wall opposite the Shambling Mound. Yes, sir. So you all feel, even you, Pileus, who you're currently in this mass of dirt and vines and roots, and you don't know which way is up, you feel kind of this energy move through you, making you just a little bit better at everything you do. Roland? Um, all right, so I'll step back in and try to attack it with my rapier. Yeah, you run up and you thrust your rapier into this thing. Uh, most of the most of the rubble has fallen off of it now as it's kind of moved itself up. You use kind of the, the opportunity as it, as it shies a little bit away from Katar and his damage to make sure you get a good, good amount of uh, piercing in on it. Uh, Pileus? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm disengaging and backing up. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Go ahead. Disengage and back up. Pileus, you're currently shifting around inside this thing, and you can feel as, like, vines and roots and stuff are kind of, like, pummeling your body, but you somehow, you manage to, to keep your keep your muscles tight so that it, it doesn't crush you at all. Uh, you oh, don't take any You don't take any damage this turn. Uh, and then the, uh, a, a, a group of a group of vines shoot out at Qatar and just slams into you. What would you like to do? I'm going to um, do one attack with a short sword. Um, I'm going to use my second one to regain hit points. You reach out with your short sword, you stab it into this thing, and then you take a deep breath. You, uh, you refocus yourself so that you're more ready to continue fighting. Leander. Um, I am going to take my crossbow which has not been exactly the greatest source of anything and try to hit it from where i am your crossbow bolt kind of disappears into the creature and appears to have no effect Roland, i'm doing my dance jump in stab it with a rapier back up you jump in with your rapier land a good hit and then back off i'm finding my groove back man i haven't done this in like at least 10 years maybe more and this thing is going to smack uh, Katar again. So this massive okay, vine cool. shoots out and just meets the resistance of your chain mail. You just kind of tank the hit. What would you like yeah. to do? I'm going to uh, do a double attack with my short swords again. All right. Knocking away, just like cutting the hedges. Yeah, so you give it the old one-two. You're hopping, you're chopping little little bits of vine and and things off of it, trying to carve chunks out of it. You don't do a lot of damage, but you're you know you're hacking and slashing bit by bit. Leander, I'm gonna try and hit it again with a crossbow. Um, it, can I see, um, Pileus? No, is he, like completely... he is completely engulfed in this creature. Would it be an action or a bonus action to take like my tinderbox and try to? Uh, light the tip of one of my uh, bolts. I'll probably let you do that as a bonus action. Okay, I'm going to do that so it's on fire and then try to 
shoot it. Okay. Fire does any damage to it. Yeah, so you uh, you pull out your tinderbox, you light the tip of your bolt on fire, you fire it really quickly, uh, and the bolt flies true. It hits this thing. It doesn't. It, it seems to kind of thunk off of maybe one of the heavier branches that make up the body of whatever this creature is. You watch as your fire just kind of fizzles out on it hmm. and doesn't seem to do any kind of lasting damage. Which brings us to you, Roland. Alright, I'm gonna... Shout out the thing. Fucking let go. Let us out. Don't want to be here. You're just stabbing this thing, and you're managing every time to kind of slip your rapier into spaces between the uh, between the vines and the branches. You seem to be hitting something solid in there over and over and over. Pileas is just kind of engulfed in this thing. It's just like he's keeping his muscles tensed so that whenever the thing kind of squeezes in on him, it doesn't it doesn't crush him, and He's he's been in there for almost twenty seconds now, and he's just he's just concentrating. He's holding on. He's keeping himself tough. He's holding his breath, so he's you know just in case he's just keeping himself alive inside this thing. Uh, another mass of vines against two. You Katar. Yeah. Now it's your turn. So it just it just this mass of vines just came out and hit you, and this time you couldn't quite you couldn't quite take it. It just kind of knocks the wind out of you for a second, and then you're right back in it. Yeah, I'm gonna disengage. Just step back. Leander? I tell everybody to back away, and I am going to move slightly closer. I am going to command the Shambling Mound to release. You point at it, and with with the sound of magic amplifying your voice, you say, release! And nothing happens. Roland... So uh, you run up to it. You take your rapier. You're, you know, you're a little, you're a little pissed off because now it's only going to be focused on you. Like Katar ran off, and so you run up and you just drive your rapier as deep into it as you can. And you feel, you guys feel like you're starting to make some kind of impact on it, oh. uh, but it is definitely still in fighting shape. Pileus, make a Constitution save. Pileus, you're you're in here and you are just like this thing can't hurt you at all. You are stronger than it and you will survive this. And you are just keeping yourself alive. I'm like that corn kernel that gets stuck in the back of your teeth. <laughs> uh, for the first time, you all see this this mass of vines and and roots and and clumps of dirt come out. It climbs up the side. And sends out a mass of vines toward Roland. And uh, Roland just dodges out of the way because it seems to be moving almost in slow motion as it comes for him. And he's just he's just too quick for it. Katar? Uh, I'm going to take out my hand crossbow and shoot it. All right. And when you take out your roll. hand crossbow, you shoot. But it's, it's kind of in a weird position where it's half up on the, half up on the dais and half not up on the dais. And yeah. your crossbow bolt just goes wide. Leander? I'm going to try and hit it with <clears throat> a bolt and light it on fire. Okay. You're like, you're fumbling. You're fumbling with, with your crossbow, trying to light your bolt on fire, and like, you accidentally discharge your crossbow into the ground, and, and you're like, ah, oh, shoot, I can't, ah, uh, and that's your entire turn. Roland? I'm gonna stop. Uh, Roland, you have been fighting this thing for a while, and you have begun to kind of notice where its soft spots are, and you are just repeatedly, every time you get the chance, driving your rapier into one of its weak spots. Okay, uh, Pileus, go ahead and make another constitution save. You feel as, as this 
thing is shifting around you. You feel that it, like it moved you before as it chased after Roland. You feel it kind of start to constrict in on you. But then that that feeling of energy that you felt flowing through you right after you got engulfed like gives you enough strength to keep hanging on. I'm hanging in there. A massive vine shoots out and slams into Roland's head, knocking him out. Uh, I'm Qatar, going... you've just seen Roland get knocked right out. I'm taking out the short swords again, and I'm going to run in and... Uh... Oh my god, are you about to attack? And I'm going to attack him. I'm going to attack it and slice it up as best I can. So you jump down off the off the little raised platform and you swing your short sword. You get it kind of stuck in a root and you have to pull it free. But then you stab your other short sword in, uh, doing a little bit, a little bit of pokey damage to it. Leander? Is um, going to shoot with it on fire. All right. Uh, Leander, your crossbow bolt does connect. Roland, make a death save. That's a success. So congratulations. Elias, make an athletics check. Pileus, you've been inside this thing, you've been lost, you've been confused, you've been just barely keeping yourself together, barely keeping yourself from being crushed, and finally, you've had enough. And you just start muscling your way, like, you just start digging in any direction. You're just, you're trying to get free, you're trying to get out, and you do, using your, using your whole turn, you manage to claw your way out of this thing. Am I kind of, like, Drax-style? Yes. Clawing my way out of it? Exactly. All of right. course, as soon as you get out, it's going to try to hit you. All right, Qatar. Can I move and grab one of the guys and pull them away from it? Yeah, you could drag him one square away because then it, it halves your movement when you're dragging somebody. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That back, and then I'm going to shoot it with my crossbow. You run up You run up to the dice, you grab Roland, you drag him down off of it. You With your other hand, you hold out your hand crossbow, and your shot goes wide. Leander? Uh, Pileus. You should find a way around it. We're leaving. And uh, I go back the same direction that we came in. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... Yeah, I can make it. I'm going to go inside the door. And I will shoot at it with some fire. Yeah, moving, trying to load your crossbow at the same time. Just It just doesn't work out. You, you're still fumbling with the fire. Shot goes wide. Roland, uh, make a death save. That's a success. Pileus. All right, well, I guess we're trying to flee. So uh, I'm going to disengage. All right. And I'm going to run. Yeah, so you uh, you kind of push away from the thing. You dodge a, a mass of vines. Uh, you kind of block it with your sword. You rush over to this lip up out of the water. You pull yourself up in front of the secret door, and you kind of move past Leander into the hallway. The creature can shoot a mass of vines out at Qatar. All right, you're unconscious, but you're not dead. Yep. Yep, I'm out. Qatar, it's time to make a death save. Immediately after being knocked out by this thing, your eyes pop open, and this is the same as earlier. Your eyes pop open, and suddenly your your whole world reorients to the fact that this thing is right in front of you. Leander. Shit, I'm going to be at the door, uh, just waiting for them and shooting a crossbow bolt. So you shoot a shoot a crossbow bolt into it. You can see you did, you did a little bit of damage. Roland? First failure. Uh, Pileus. I'm going to try something desperate since I can't long-range attack this thing. I'm going to try to go back into that other room and see if there's something I can use. Yeah, so you, you just turn and you rush back toward the toward the room with all the items in it to see if there might be something that... Alright, yeah, I want the monkey paw. Okay. I want, to make, I want to try to make a wish on it. 
You're going to grab yeah, the goblin that's... hand and make a wish? Yeah. Okay, so you run over, you pick up the goblin hand. What do you wish for? Uh, I wish that, uh, that, uh, Brom was back alive. Uh, the Shambling Mound is going to try to hit Katar. It sees you kind of start to move again. It slams a mass of vines down over you, and you just roll to the side. Katar's thinking, fuck no, I'm getting out of here. What are you going to do, Katar? He's going to throw Roland over his shoulder, fireman okay. style, and he's going to try to get the fuck out of there. Leander? I'm going to shoot it one last time. Shot goes wide. Roland, one more death save. All right, I believe you now have one hit point. Roland, you come too, and you are not where you last were. You remember being on this dais, but now you are slung over Katar's shoulder in a fireman carry. This is not like last time. Can I, now that I see he's awake, like I feel him wake up, can I drop him without it being an action? On your turn. Pileus? I'm going to run back, dash back to the rest of the group, and, okay. uh, with with monkey paw in hand, or yeah, and um, all right. Well, yeah, yeah so you I'm, just, I just dash, dash back, but you're ready on a, with a javelin on your next turn. All right, let's see if Katar can uh, see if Make Katar can take this last hit over your shoulder, and you're you're running, and you actually like skid to a stop for a second as a massive vine slams into the wall right in front of you and retracts. And then on your turn, what do you do? I can still, I'm going to keep him over my shoulder um, because I move, how many, that halves my movement? Yeah, your movement is cut in half. Yeah. Let's say you used your action to disengage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Leander? Uh, we're booking the fuck out of here. Uh, okay, Roland? But does, uh, does it look like it can fit through that space? No, it does not. All right, I'm going to stab it and then <laughs> back in the door. <laughs> okay. I assume we were running away, right? That's why we're all... Yeah, Leander booked it out of there. Yeah, that's kind of the plan. I'm saying this to the group because oh, okay. I was passed out. Although I kind of want to stand by the door and poke at this thing <laughs> as it tries to come at us. How about you learn your lesson and stop poking things? Hey, listen. Do we have another way out? I don't think we do. I don't either. So either we find a way to kill this thing and see if that'll let us out, or we rot here. Well, then we should shoot it from the door. Yeah. All right, so that's a long enough conversation. Pileas, what are you doing? Um, there's not much I can do. That's a odd thing. I made my wish on the monkey paw. I didn't really do anything. Um, I just want to look around, I guess, the cells and see if there's anything that can be used. Like, or if there's any hidden switches, or... Just like it was before, okay. they're completely empty of anything but the shackles. Move back yeah. to behind me. Uh, okay. Like, right behind you? Yeah, I have. I, I think I know what's going to happen. Is what you think it climbing up here and attacking you? Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Massive vines coming through the door. You manage to just duck into one of the alcoves and watch the yep. vines kind of reach in and, and flail around and then, with, and then retract a little bit. Guitar? Uh, is it close enough for me to stab with my short sword? It is close enough for you to stab with yeah, your short sword. Yeah, bitch. Swords. That's what I'm talking about. So. so you reach out the door and you stab with your first short sword, and then it, it kind of pulls back and you can't manage to reach it with your second attack. Mm -hmm. Leander? 
You uh, you you realize that nobody is running behind you. Oh my god! I will go back and um, see what's going on. It appears that Qatar is standing at the door with Pileus backing him up, getting ready to stab at this thing a whole bunch. Well, I'll be here to pull you guys out if anybody gets hit. Okay, so I squeeze over my buddy. I shoot him with a crossbow. Yeah, so, uh, Leander, for it's been a while, but man, you managed to actually hit it this time. It's kind of easy because it's kind of filling the space on the other side of the door. So if you can manage to get the crossbow bolt through the door, you can, you can hit it. Which you do, and you uh, you connect a solid hit uh, in between a couple of a couple of vines into whatever fleshy body this thing might have on the inside. Roland, so you you kind of you kind of dodge past guitar. You move into this into this somewhat safe space. You kind of stab out with your rapier, but it's kind of awkward stabbing around the corner. You can't quite can't quite get that sword into it. Pileus, I'm gonna chuck a javelin at it. Do it. Yeah, you launch this javelin at it. It doesn't seem to do a lot, but, I mean, you guys just keep sticking stuff into it, and it it seems like it's getting maybe a little bit weaker, a little bit slower every time you hit it. All right, so, Qatar, this thing slams into you, knocks you out again, but does not kill you outright. Qatar, make a death save. That is a failure. Leander? I immediately grab the unconscious Qatar and pull him back towards myself, and get to a little bit relative safety and we'll try to stabilize him yeah and and you do uh it's not hard to see that he's been he's been knocked out pretty heavily so you just kind of kind of make him comfortable make sure he's not he's not bleeding he's not too badly bruised on the inside you manage to make sure that his condition is in fact stable roland yeah you uh you sink your rapier into it again a little bit at a time and then you do your you do your standard Standard uh, kind of dodging away from it and moving back so you don't yeah. get hit. Yeah. And uh, Pileus. I guess I'm going to go up to it and charge it. Try okay. that. Uh, and attack. That's not see, much I can do. That seems, seems like our last stand anyways. You, you run forward, you swing your sword, but you can't, you can't seem to get any kind of purchase and you hit it. Your sword kind of glances off. It oh. is going to try to retaliate on you. Yeah, that's got me. All right, Pileus goes unconscious as a mass of vines and roots and clods of dirt slam into his body. Leander? I am going to go and do the same thing over again. I would like to point out that Leander hasn't taken any damage this fight. You pull Pileus out of danger. You you know what? You saw Katar's wounds. Pileus's are very similar. And you kind of, you kind of, and you're a little bit braver this time, right? Like you saw the Katar. Guitar was stabilized pretty easily. So this time, you kind of, you get him comfortable, you make sure he's not hurt, and then you just slap him across the face. <laughs> Pileus, you wake up to Leander, like, kneeling over you, looking down at you with this look of, like, just sheer frustration and annoyance on his face. Because he's had a very rough day, and you've just made it worse. What happened? What happened is we were running, and the three of you idiots decided to keep attacking it, and all of you were down, except for Roland, who was already down. So, so we won? No. You survived. There's a difference. Roland, it's your turn. Uh, let's continue this dance. All right. Because this thing has to go. Like I said, you're getting used to fighting this thing. You're feeling better and better. You just sink your rapier into it. Rip it out, 
and easily dodge the thing's attacks as you back off. Pileas, you have one hit point. Uh, well, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to run back in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and, my. And I'm just going to take a great big swing. And, uh... Oh, my God. Let's see what we can do. Uh, Pileas, you charge forward. Uh, you literally, you were just about to, like, die when Leander slapped you, <laughs> brought you back to life. You immediately just pick up your sword, charge out, take a mighty swing at it. Pileas, how do you want to do this? Oh! Oh, sweet. I just want to, I want to do a, uh, again, harkening back to our good buddy Drax, on a Drax style jump into its open maw and just like slice it inside of itself until it just turns into like toss salad or something. You know, you've been inside this thing before. Yeah. And you just jump, you just kind of, you swing your sword, like point first, you just kind of dive toward it and just start like laying about you with your sword, just like hacking and slashing and chopping and... It's, uh, for the rest of you, it's probably about 30 seconds to a minute before uh, Paleus finally stops with this mass of, like, chopped up vines and roots spilling off of this, uh, this raised platform that he's on. He's just standing there, breathing heavily. When the creature yeah. is dead, you all realize that the chanting has stopped completely, and the apparitions on the other side of the room are gone. Oh, Sweet. yeah, that's right, bitches. Uh, yeah, hey, hero of legend. God damn it. I mean, I guess, I think you're maybe starting to earn that title. Heck yeah, I am. Maybe. But I hope. Okay, so, um, Katara's gonna, wait, am I, am I awake? Uh, no. Not unless they take some time for you to come back. I slap him. Okay, we'll say, <laughs> we'll say you've got the, you've got the hang of slapping people back from shambling mound wounds down. Can I go into the room and see if there's an exit now? Sure. I would also like to check. The yeah. I'm trying to get the fuck out of this place. I want to investigate the uh, turnstile over there in the corner of the room. Oh, okay. As you grab it and start turning it, the iron portcullis next to you begins to rise. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was going to turn into something worse. You guys search this room high and low. It takes you uh, probably a couple hours. You find no way out. Oh my god. Okay, okay, so maybe, I mean, the kids wanted us to kill the monster in the basement. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the front door is open? I I mean, I don't know. Um, Can I... Go investigate the the um, altar itself and see if there's any like secret switches or anything on it. That was part of the investigation of the room. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, pretty much, there's nothing else for you guys to investigate in this room. You've been over the entire thing, yeah. inch by inch. I mean, yeah, maybe the front door is open. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, let's 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 go back to that room where it was safe when we slept, and uh, let's let's. Let's go back to sleep. Do another long rest. I don't know. Yeah. Do we do we really want to spend that much more time in this house? Like we could. I don't think we have a choice. Most of us are like on the brink of death. Yeah. I we it worked last time. We were to hole up. We've killed the monster in here. 
Uh, as you walk back up, you don't notice anything uh, anything too different in the rest of the uh, basement. You make your way back up to the uh, to the room where you had slept before. Leander, Leander picking Brahm's body back up from where he left it down <laughs> during the fight and carries him back up. Leander? The sooner we can get out of here, the sooner I can get my son back. We'll do our best. Yeah, I think one more long rest won't kill us. Maybe we'll be able to be better prepared. All right, I'll take the first watch. I'll take second. I mean, we're all pretty... Oh, okay, sure. Uh, I guess I'll take third watch. Kitar, uh... during your watch, now that the chanting is gone, you're able to hear some sounds. And you can hear from up in the... Uh, from up above you. Mm-hmm. Um, from the floor directly above you, which you can kind of intuit is the ground floor of the house, you can hear what sounds like shing, 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 shing. Just vaguely off in the distance. And what? you point this out to Roland, and during his watch, he can hear it too. And then Pileus can also hear the sound. You all hear this sound. Almost like, almost like somebody I, sharpening yeah. blades. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it sounds like a dumb waiter, but it's definitely not. Nope. <laughs> God damn it! Your watches pass without any other incidents besides the uh, odd changing sounds. Uh, Leander, when you wake up, one of the first things you do is is it kind of comes to your mind about Brom. You know, you're you're still not acclimated to this fact, and you look over to where you laid his body. And uh, his body isn't there anymore. His body has disappeared. And about this time, you guys hear uh, footsteps as a dark figure makes its way from the hallway into the room where you guys are. Who took Brom's body? Wait, do we see the person that just showed up or do we just hear them coming down the hall? You hear them and you can kind of see a dark figure coming down the hallway. Okay, so... Brom's Which one of you body. took Rob's body? No one took his body. Body. Listen, we've been through some shit. Why are you pointing fingers at us? Where is his body? I don't know. We were all asleep. Point is, there is... Guys, there's something someone. down the hall. Yeah, and I literally do not trust anything in this place. Uh... Like, I, I, we'll find it, but we need to put that on the back burner right now. I completely ignore him and continue. I'm going to start walking in the direction of the noise and seeing if they if something took Brom. I'm going to follow hey. him because this is not the good, uh, best time to like be going off by ourselves. Have you learned nothing from my mistakes? Am I seeing this in front of me right now? Brom? Hey. <laughs> what? What? What's what's uh, what's going on, you guys? Yeah. I pull out both my short swords. What? I don't understand. I don't I I run up to him and, and I give him a hug. Shit. Dude, is that... Uh, I brandished my greatsword. We'll hug him back. I'm still, like, both swords are out, ready to go, because I don't trust this at all. I don't understand. And I'll, and I'll kind of... No one else needs to hear, but I'll kind of go, Hey, Dad. I don't, underst- I don't understand. Leander, uh, that, that can't be Bromley. You saw him die. Think about it. We've been possessed. We've seen ghosts. We've seen a lot of things. Do you really believe that's him? I know it hurts, but do you really believe that's him? I mean, what can we see of Bromley? 
from from where we are. What, what can we see of him? Does he look pretty much normal? Or he, uh, he looks like you left him. He's got all of his uh, he's got all of his same clothes on, items hanging strapped to him. Does he have a wound or like a specific like any sorts of signs of uh, of damage or by a door? His chest is no longer crushed. I I don't understand. How are you here? How what what's going on? I mean, your guess is as good as mine. What's the last thing you remember? Uh, a door. And then where did you wake up? In a hallway, like 30 seconds ago. Yeah, you should be telling. I, I don't understand. You've been, we saw you die. Oh yeah, super dead, dude. Okay, how do you know that, okay, so you know you were dead. Yeah. And you just woke up in a different place. How? It's hard to die and not know you're dying. Why? You, we go I'm going to pull out my up? flask and drink from it. Does anybody practice any magic? Is there any way to confirm he's real? Well, he's drinking, so it must be probably. Yeah, I'm I practice magic. Sure, but anyone can drink. I Yeah. I want to make sure. Can I check to see if there's like an illusion? If it's actually him and it's not like, you know, somebody... Per- Tending to be him. Uh, well, there's a couple things that might point to it being Brom. First of all, uh, it can't really be an illusion because Leander is currently touching it and interacting with it. Um, nothing in his voice, nothing in his mannerisms. Everything seems to be the same Brom that you met, what, probably 24 hours ago? Well, Pileus is uh, is thoroughly convinced after seeing uh, Bromley pull out his trusty flask and drink it. So, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. What? what he land back. I don't. What did you just call him? P P land. Mm, definitely Bromley. <sighs> Show us. Feels so weird. I don't. As much as I'm. As a religious man, I would think you wouldn't be so confused right now. <laughs> as much as I'm probably going to regret this, show us the hallway you woke up in. Okay, it's and I point to my left. It's right here. I woke up like ten feet to my left. I want to uh, let's see. So you're basically saying you woke up like this? I definitely woke up like this. Does in my interacting with him, like, does he seem physically the same as he's always been? Yeah. All right. Well. Can I just see if there's anything unusual in the hallway? Do I feel anything unusual in the hallway? So, uh, Katar, you you kind of search through the hallway. You look around. Um, it's the same hallway that you've been through a couple times now. There doesn't seem to be anything unique or special about it. Uh, as a piece of shit, Katar, I can recognize other pieces of shit. And you, sir, are a piece of shit. Oh. It takes one to know one, and I just kind of pat him to see if he's corporeal. Yes. I smack him across the face. Well, we say we get out of here. FYI, Brom, we killed the monster. Hey, good for you. Brom wouldn't know what monster, right? Oh, well, it yeah, made the door monster. He'd know about the monster. Oh. I mean, obviously, we killed the door monster. Yeah. Right? We killed but what killed you. We killed the monster in the basement. That's great. So, Can we leave, please? Yes. 
I turn to Qatar and kind of, kind of under my breath a little bit, be like, "Why are you, uh, why, why are you digging so hard into this man? I don't, I didn't judge you, my ebon-skinned companion." Wow, Just we're gonna, we're gonna walk around now. Listen, listen, I don't see color, but if you're gonna, do you know why? Do you know interrogate why? me over something as, as petty as dying? Do you want to know? We're why? gonna have some real issues here because Kid. throughout my life, I've seen a lot of things that have explanations. This has no explanation, and everything I've seen in the past 24 hours. Right, and a dark elf showing up in the middle of the city, that has an explanation? I can accept the fact that we got magically transported here. That's fine. But I've never seen anybody who was dead come back to life. No, yeah, because magic doesn't do that either. All right, great. As long as we're on the same page. But was it magic that brought you back? I cast Detect Evil and Good. Thank you. Thank you. I cast not that thing. Uh, Leander. Yes. Cast detect good and evil. Uh, there is an undead five feet in front of you. I knew five it. feet in front of me. Yes. I knew it. <clears throat> As in Bromley. As in Bromley. Would I have known Leander was casting that? Would I have seen like him doing something? You would have seen him cast a spell. Okay. All right, Leander. What did you just cast? A spell to determine if it was Bromley. What did you find out? It's Bromley. All right. Well, with that said, can we get out of here, please? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's go. And creep the fuck out by this place. Alright, so you guys head back up the stairs. I, I pull Bromley aside uh, behind the rest of the group. This is not over. We have a conversation pending. Um, a conversation requires two parties, and I and may be an unwilling party. We will be talking about this, Bromley. Okay, Dad. I, I motion forward and I let him go in front of me. Okay. And I will be keeping an eye on him. Uh, Alright, so what is the what is the order going up the stairs? I will not go first. Pileas will definitely go first. Car will be right behind him. I guess I'm after that. Uh, and then Brom, and then Leander is last. All right, so you guys come back up the stairs. Uh, you come back up into this room uh, that has the uh, the furniture kind of covered in sheets and the little stove off to one corner. And uh, the first thing you notice, Pileas, as you uh, as you enter the room is that it doesn't look the same way as it did the last time you were in it. Uh, there's no longer a door into the room. Instead of a door, there's a set of uh, slashing scythe blades just spinning through the doorway, through the open doorway. Uh, there seems to be some sort of pattern to it, but you'd really have to you'd really have to focus. Also, the room is filled filled with a thick black smoke. This, I don't this like it. A little different. So, Pileus, you are first. Uh, Pileus, you <laughs> reach the top of the stairs. There's this thick black smoke, and you quickly kind of clap some cloth over your mouth to filter it out, and you uh, you manage to filter out the, the smoke instead of breathing it in. Is, is it burning my eyes at all, or any of my other... Yeah, there's some, there's some irritation there. Yeah, guys, there's there's something here in this room. This, is, this isn't what I remember. This, and, is no, uh, this is no place for a hero. And then you notice that the door has just turned into uh, spinning blades. There seems to be some sort of hindrance by the door. Uh, what should we do? Is there only two ways out of here? Or is there only one way out of here? There's only the one door in this room. Door. I'm going to... Uh, I, I want to hold my action. I want to pull out my sword and prepare to strike anything that comes within a... Five foot radius of me. So you rush up into this room. You pull out your sword, Roland. I can see the swinging sides in the door. Yes. Uh, is there? Does it look like there's a way to 
jam them to stop them from swinging? Like if I jabbed a sword in there to like stop them? There is no apparent mechanism. This doesn't seem like a mechanical effect. Uh, is there anything in the room that can be pushed into the doorway? I mean, there's stuff in the room. I want to try pushing something into the doorway. All right, so you grab a, a nearby uh, sheet-covered item. You take it. Uh, it appears to be a chair. You push it into the doorway where it is chopped to pieces, splinters and little bits of wood flying everywhere. Brom, you also are not affected by this smoke. I cover my mouth with my cloak. That's what I did. Pileus is standing there, sword drawn, looking around him. It, it appears he's activated his danger sense. Roland oh. uh, is standing in the midst of uh, a bunch of splinters of wood. Definitely forgot to activate is, my danger sense. But it's is this the only on. door in the room? Is there no other door? That's the only door into this room. Hmm, don't like that. Um, I am going to... Uh, can I study the pattern? Also get as close to the ground as I can to try to get out of the smoke. Okay. While I study the pattern. So Brom kind of squats down and he's he's watching the blades, trying to figure out if there's some kind of gap, some kind of specific pattern. Uh, Leander. I'd like to go to the door and look at the way that, I guess, whatever's spinning the blades are interacting with the door, the edges. Um, if you mentioned there was a pattern just studying what is going on here since it's not mechanical. Yeah, the uh, the blades seem to uh, materialize from from the uh, from the wall on one side, swing all the way around and materialize from the other side. And they're in such a pattern that there's pretty much always a blade somewhere in the doorway. I'll keep studying that and looking to see if there's a so there's always a, a there's always a blade. Somewhere in the doorway, yeah. Somewhere in the doorway. Vertically? No, these are horizontal. In every position of the door, going up and down, there's always going to be... There's always going to be a blade in one of those, in one or two of those positions. Okay, so one or two. So theoretically, you could could duck down underneath a blade. If you were fast enough. Okay, I'll keep studying that to see if there's any kind of numerical pattern. Okay. Uh, this brings us to Qatar. You kind of gasp and take some of the smoke in, and you, you feel it kind of, like, burn as it goes down into your lungs. Um, I'm going to take my hand crossbow out and shoot at the knife thingies in the, okay. in the doorway. You take your hand crossbow out, you fire a bolt at the blades. Uh, just as the bolt is passing through the door, a blade comes out and just chops it in half and splinters it. And Does it look like... When it went through the door, the blade moved its normal pattern to chop it. Look, the the speed that these blades are going, you can't really tell at this point. Okay. Crap. I'm just going to also continue to study the pattern and see if I can figure out how to get through it. So, uh, Pileus, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I seem to be standing in front of a pretty big sheeted something or other. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to just, I'm not going to bother uncovering it. I'm just going to grab it with both hands, and try my best to toss it into the this, this lady mess. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you pick up this thing, and you throw it through the doorway, and just like the chair that Roland pushed in, it's just splintered to pieces. Okay. Well, that didn't work for the for the second time. Uh, I would like to investigate the stove, because I remember there being uh, some fireplaces. 
Does oh, this God. seem like it was connected to those fireplaces at all? No, not awesome. really. Well, is there anything I can figure out about how this stove is? No, there's nothing you can figure out about this stove. There's that that black smoke is just way too thick. I'm not even sure if this is a stove. Uh, all right, Brom. Well, I already died once, so clearly that's not that big of a deal. What is um, that? I'm just going to try to dive through. So, Brom, you've been watching this thing, and you you think there's a pattern, but you're not really sure? Like, you you just, mm. So, like, throwing all caution to the wind, you just dive forward, straight through the doorway, nothing touches you. You're on the other side, and you are fine. I'm a god, bitches! (laughs) Uh, As a note, Brom, on this side of the spinning blades, there is no smoke. Oh, hell yeah. Good luck, well, everybody done, else. Oh, is this a door right here on the other side? There's a door on the other side. It's also I don't have blades. a good track record with doors. It's also blades. Oh, it is blades? Every door you encounter for the rest so, of this house will be blades. God damn it. So can I see through it, though, then? Yeah. There's a thick black smoke on the other side of it. Okay, well, not dealing with that, then. So uh, everybody in the room, you watch as Brom just suddenly dives through this doorway and then disappears around the corner. Leander? I'm way too old for that shit. Um, I don't, I don't trust that I'd be able to pull a move like that out. And, uh, I'm definitely going to keep a watch on the door and see if I can figure out a way to do it a little bit more safely and less recklessly. The thick smoke kind of gets to you after being in here for a while and you feel your lungs start to burn a little bit. Qatar, you still, (sighs) still got your mouth covered, still keeping out the smoke? I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I'm going to try to roll through it so you jump uh you go to roll through the doorway you mistime it a little bit and uh and a blade catches you now you it doesn't push you back into the room you do make it to the other side but you are cut and bleeding from one of these really sharp blades can i try to scare him when he runs the corner Not oh cool. shit <laughs> i just kind of slap I him i mean i, I don't know but I just want to try and freak you out. I slap him upside the head as soon as uh, – because I'm a little frightened and, you know, slap. Yeah, uh, it's not that he's expecting you. It's that you literally scare him into attacking you. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Pileus. Pileus uh, has not been studying the blades, but he has seen two of his compatriots uh, successfully make their way through virtually unharmed. Uh, so he is going to do the same well, – but he is going to do it in a more dramatic fashion. He is going to run backwards uh, to the back of the room and then run as fast as he can forward through the blade of death. Yeah, so you, you back you back up, and then you kind of launch yourself forward, and you're, you're, about, uh, you're about three feet away from this thing when you realize that you did not time this well. And some of the blades slash out at you cutting Ouch. into you but you do make it through to the other side this is not this is not a good way of doing this brings us to you roland i will also try to jump through this doorway because i can't figure anything out in here so seeing your compatriots go through you also bravely follow through and the blades cut into you not quite as bad as they did into your compatriots but you are still injured uh brom you notice that there seems to be some sort of rot or mold on the uh, on the interior walls here. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that changes what I want to do then. Uh, can I produce flame and like hold it to it and see if it burns? Uh, sure. Let's so just... you you produce flame, 
and you hold it up to the wall, the entire five-foot section of wall in front of you bursts into flames. And it kind of crumbles. And as it crumbles, it turns into a swarm of rats. Oh, Oh, fuck me. Leander, uh, there's now a huge open uh, five-foot gap in this wall, and your son is currently surrounded by a swarm of rats. Oh, amazing. Uh, I will head that way and uh, do Ward of Radiance on all of them. (laughs) You wash out this wave of radiant energy, but the things you're used to hitting with it are somewhat larger than rats, and the rats kind of scatter around as the energy washes out. And you can't, you don't see any dead rat corpses in this swarm. Okay. Um, I will then, um, I will cast Sanctuary on Bromley. Qatar, you watch as uh, Brom lights his hands on fire, holds it up to the wall. The wall collapses into the swarm of rats that kind of swarm up around his feet. I'm going to uh, attack the rats with my short swords in both hands. So, Katar, you, you take your short swords and, and you try to cut into these rats, uh, but it's a swarm, and they're constantly moving, and you manage to hit some of them with your first strike, but your second strike just hits the stone floor beneath. The rats are going to do their best to bite Bromley. Bromley? Yeah. The rats swarm, kind of, they start swarming up your legs and biting you. Like, you can just feel the swarm, like, slowly start to crawl up your body. Uh, Pileus. Yeah, uh, Pileus is not a fan of rats. So, wait, I can see into the next room past the blades, right? Is, is there, uh, is there black smoke pouring out of the hole where the wall was? Interestingly enough, it appears that the black smoke is contained to the room where it originates. See. Okay. Well, I'm gonna mosey around this corner like oh i made it and then i'm gonna see the rats and i'm going to in like just without thinking just swing at them rom the the rats have started to climb your legs when suddenly pileus just walks around the corner whips out his oh, he's already got his sword out and just yeah. like swings it and kills like half of these rats in this swarm this is this is kind of an impressive almost precision strike as he just does the most damage with one swing that he possibly can. I really hate rats. Uh, Roland. Uh, I am also not a fan of rats because rats and ships do not get along. Um, I would like to try my best to not hurt Brom as I try to take these rats off of him. Okay. With some rapier action. Nope. Yeah, you're trying too hard not to actually hit Brom, and you can't really get in around his legs to properly stab stab at these rats. Uh, Brom. What a predicament. The only thing I really have is shocking grasp, really. I don't know how effective that is against a swarm, but we'll give it a shot, I guess. Unless I got rid of shocking grasp. Yeah, so, Brom, these things are swarming up you, and instead of using your hand this time, you kind of try to focus it out, like, through your legs... And you let out this jolt of electricity, and uh, most of the rats fall dead off of your legs. There's still like like three or four kind of running around down there. But it appears that most of them them are kind of corpses now, wringing your body. Leander? Uh, I would like to step outside of the room, through the wall. And I will then do um, Word of Radiance again. 
So, Leander, you step through you step through the hole in the wall and you focus, this time not focusing above, but focusing down at the rats. Uh, you release this wave of radiant energy and the last few rats curl up and die. Are you okay? Oh, thank goodness. Are you uh, alive? What is dead can never die. <laughs> what? Nothing. Let's move on. Why did it have to be rats? I would like to go up to the door and, I guess, do the same thing that I was doing before. Study them. Study the, the blades. Um, okay, one thing you do notice is that this one is a sl- it's, it does appear to be a different pattern than the one before. So each door has a different pattern. That's yes. Wonderful. Is that is that what you want to try? You guys just want to stop and study this door for a minute? Yep, I yeah, can't I take um, <laughs> risking it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna healing word myself, and then I will stay studying the door. Is that what everyone's doing? No, I, I kind of want to like start hitting all the walls, personally. Since, I was know, thinking that too. Breaking, yeah, like. Yeah, I want to inspect uh, the wall right here and see, you know. This wall appears to be uh, shot through with veins of rot and mold. It, it looks okay. like it's pretty pretty weak. Um, what the hell, why not? I'm going to take my short swords, both of them, and I'm going to uh, stab at the top, like put my hands together, and I want to try to like cur- carve through it, see if I can carve through it, a circle uh, big enough to like crawl through, or like okay. get through, you know, step over. You are using both of your swords, you said? Yeah, I want to use both. Okay, so you, you take both your swords, you stab it into the wall, and one of them kind of cuts a swath, but the other one doesn't quite move, and so you've, you've kind of partially cut through this wall. Okay. Pileus. Leave it to me. I'm going to oh, oh, and go I'm, over there. I did pull my sword back out. Like, I'm not standing there with my sword in the wall. Like, I, I pulled it out, so. I'm going to uh, try to ram the spot where he just cut with my great sword i'm gonna kind of shoulder it a little bit you know get my get behind the blade kind of at the flat end of it finally as you run up and you you stab into the wall the whole thing collapses into a swarm of rats yep see i knew it i knew uh, no i knew it too uh roland pileus has just unleashed another swarm of rats right on top of the wait hold on hold on Did, did, did the rats all right, well, I'm going to try to save my friend from these rats, because it looks like they're all over Qatar. Yeah, they're literally all on me. Roland, you run over, you take your rapier, and you just start this mad, like, stabbing frenzy. And you manage to skewer several several rats out of this uh, out of this pack. Cool. Um, I will disengage and step back behind Brom. Okay. Brom? I will... Just use shocking grasp. Yeah, this is a this is a kind of a thick mass of rats, and so you just kind of slam your hand into the floor in the middle of it and release this jolt of energy, frying probably a you know a little six inch circle of rats around you. <laughs> there are still a bunch of rats swarming, but you guys have managed to kill uh, a lot of them. Leander, I will help my companions and word of radiance the swarm of rats. All right. Radiance washes out from you and kills about half of the remaining rats. There, there are still some swarming around, but the swarm has definitely been majorly reduced. Katar? Katar is going to jump back and um, attack with 
his hand, his uh, short swords again. Katar, you, you jump back and you quickly kind of stab, 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 and all of the remaining rats, you cool. manage to skewer them with your short swords. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I'm going to, that's 20, I'm going to go through the hole we created, and that's, and I'm going to wait right there. All right, Pileus. I'm going to follow through with, uh, follow behind him and go into the, uh, that old rat hole. I, I think we've found a pattern, boys, so we're going to have to keep killing these rat walls. I guess. Yeah. But you know, the hero, Pileus, was definitely going to take the lead and uh, go a little deeper into the into the hallway. Katar kind of steps aside and just motions ahead of him, like, after you? Yes, yes. Um, my, I have, my danger sense is tingling, so we're going to go in here. I'm going to just hold here and wait for my uh, chains to catch up. Okay, uh, Roland. I will follow them through the hole in the wall. Uh, Leander. I will follow through the hole? Yeah, you can't get very far. You can get to right there, and that's it. So, like, you're the last one through the through the, uh, through the the wall, and you look, and, like, Roland's right in front of you. Katar is down on the landing. Around the corner, you can kind of see Pileus. Like, this hallway is just okay. packed with you guys. My last action will be to cast Bless on myself, on Roland, who I see as rather weak, considering he's Almost died a few times, and on my son Bromley. Roland, you watch as as Leander kind of brandishes his shield, and uh, a little bit of, of liquid seems to drip out of the holy symbol in the middle. And he yeah. casts this spell, and you... Roland, you feel yourself... You feel a little bit better, a little more confident in your abilities. Brom, okay, stand okay. at the bottom of the stairs. You also feel a little bit confident in your abilities, but you really don't know why. Katar! I mean, we can't really move, um... Hey, Hero of Legend, can you think you can run through the wall and like create an opening for us? I I, I would love to do that with my sword in front of me. Yeah. So, There's a door I, right here. You don't have to smash through the wall. Can I go through that door? Yeah, this door actually is just an opening. Okay. It hasn't turned into blades. All right, I'm going to go through the door. Um, What do I see? You see a room filled with black smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, a set of spinning blades right in front of you as the the door into that other room has changed. You can see through the spinning blades there appears to be some sort of uh, crib or something in there. Now there's another set of spinning blades leading out to where you fought that set of armor earlier. Yeah, okay. Pileus? Okay, yeah. Pileus is uh, also going to walk through the door. And uh, and you said there's, there's blades on this door? Pileus is going to go just to the right of that door and uh, and, and and tap it for a for a gross mold rat wall. Okay, so uh, Katar, you see as Pileus rushes out behind you, kind of steps uh-huh. past you, looks at the spinning blades right in front of him, turns to his left, swings his sword, the entire five foot section of wall collapses, and he is surrounded by a swarm of rats. Of course he is. Roland. I guess I'm continuing down the stairs. Enemy rats. Uh, so I will step back here. All right, cool. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a dagger. Roland, you come downstairs. You hear Pileus yell out that there are rats. You kind of step around the corner. You throw a dagger. You manage to hit some of the rats. I don't know if I want to pick that up later. Brom, I Bromley Lionbrand. Uh, I'm gonna step into the room, and um, and I'm actually going to 
produce flame and toss it over the shoulder of Qatar and try to hit some of those rats. Qatar, you're standing there watching as these rats swarm out towards Pileus when suddenly uh, this little this little uh, bit of fire comes over your right shoulder and impacts into the into the center of these rats and singes several of them. Leander, guys, stop leaving me behind. I will ward of radiance. Qatar. Um, okay, so I'm going to use my second wind, and then I'm going to go ahead and attack the rats in front of us. Leander lets out his wave of radiant energy, frying some rats. Qatar stabs in after kind of taking a deep breath and collecting himself, and there is now one little rat running around that's going to try to bite Pileus. So this little <laughs> rat like runs up onto your boot and tries to bite through your boot, but the leather is just too tough. Damn right it is. All right. And it's my turn next, and I want to just do a downward strike on this thing and end this this rat race. So, Pileus, you just you watch, look at this rat on your boot. You kind of hold your leg out. You stab your sword down straight through it. Another yeah. swarm of rats defeated. You they call me Pileus Rat Slayer. Is what they call me. Mm, that's that's, that's going to be my new title. That seems like a pretty um hero of legend worthy slayer hero rats. title hero rat rat king is that what i heard rat, rat slayer slayer killer of rats do you want to then step in step through that hole uh yes all right oh now this is uh, a room we were in before right you have never been in this room i have never been in this room oh this is one of those uh what? yeah there's a crib in this room an empty crib okay can i inspect the crib or am i out of movement Oh uh, no! You can walk over and look at the crib. All right. Yeah. What's what's it uh what's it look like in here? It's a it's a crib, and there appears to be a uh, a baby's blanket just kind of laying in a crumple heap on the floor. Strange blank baby blanket. But are there any signs of the baby that goes with this blanket? Not that you can see. Didn't we discuss yeah. this with you? Didn't I tell you all about this room? You yeah. guys didn't tell us anything, right? Didn't you guys? Uh, just no, do it? we did. Or maybe we did just do it and didn't come back and talk about it much, but. I think we just all assumed that they came back and said, hey, here's the thing, and they, oh. you know. Pileus has a short-term memory. He, he probably forgot all about it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Pileus, you do notice that there is no way out of this room from where you are right now. I see. Okay. Um, well, I just want to kind of crane my neck back out and say, hey, guys, there's no way out of this room, so this is the wrong way to go. All right, Roland. Uh, all right, well, I guess I'm going to spend some time studying the pattern of this this door. Roland, you're breathing heavily, and you, you breathe in some of the smoke, and you kind of feel it start to burn a little bit. But there's there's this this feeling. You know, earlier you were feeling a little bit better about yourself, and this feeling just kind of keeps you strong, and you manage to continue breathing. Now it's Brom's turn. Uh, Brom? Is there any way to, like, oh, man, every time I want to do something, something else pops up. I could dive through the blades again. That would be fun, right? And I've got Bless now, so maybe... Yeah, I'm just going to try to dive through the blades again. As you dive through the door, blades catch you, and your lifeless body crumples to the ground on the other side. Wait, what? You just died. You watched your son... You watched uh, as your son just kind of charged through the... uh, to the door and through it. And while you can't see exactly what happened to his body, you do hear a gasp as Katar sees him fall over unconscious. Bromley? Bromley, answer me. He's down. I don't know if he's... Uh, I don't think he's dead, but he's down. I dive through. 
Leander, uh, hearing of your son's fate spurs you with with a sudden burst of energy and you zip through these blades. None of them even touch you. And you're on the other side with, with your son. I will try and help my son. Bromley is now stable. You managed to kind of bandage up his wounds really quick and close some of the, the more pressing ones using your, your clerical knowledge. Guitar. So seeing another spinning blade door, he's going to move back in here. The wall in front of me, is it black and veiny as well? This section of wall actually seems not affected by the rot that has affected the rest of the house. And I'm going to try to dive through the, uh, yeah, through the spinning blades. Guitar, you kind of run around the corner, you look at this wall, it doesn't seem to be brittle, so you turn around, you're like, screw it, and you just jump through these blades, and they don't even touch you. It's a work of art. All right, so, uh, Pileus, you come back through the hole, you notice that the wall opposite the hole is also uh, rotted, so you swing at it, it collapses into a swarm of rats, and uh, you can see through that it... The, this wall is literally just leads, uh, the hole in this wall literally just leads back to the staircase that you guys came down. Uh, Roland! Alright, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Just gonna leave Phileas? <laughs> yeah, yes! I had to, I had to not die, oh, uh, from this poison. Yeah. Okay, uh, Roland, you just, you kind of run past Phileas, you kind of leap over these rats and somersault through the doorway. Can I throw my other dagger at the rats from here? Yes, actually, you can. How are you going to get it back, though? Well, I've already lost one. I'll That's pick correct. it up and return it to him. How about that? That works, too. Eleven. Oh, uh, yeah, that hits. All right, so you, you run yeah. through this door, you turn, you throw a dagger back, you manage to hit some of the rats. Two of your daggers are now lying underneath this rat swarm. Not going to leave you high and dry, bud. Leander. I turn around Thanks, and try to fry some rats. So you hold out your holy symbol, and the radiant uh, energy sweeps out from it and does some damage to the swarm of rats. Katar? Katar is going to move and then just kind of look over the balcony to see what you can see down in the through the, the floors. It appears to be the spiral staircase all the way back down to the entrance. You guys walked up to get here. See anything at the bottom or, you know? There's a floor. Pileus, this swarm of rats is going to try to swarm up your legs and attack you. And it will fail. Yeah, you're just too tough, man. These these th- these things are trying to bite you, but you're just shrugging off these hits. doesn't matter to you. You're the you're the rat slayer. You can you can take yeah. this. I am, I, you know, and and feeling the the sting of betrayal, uh, from the n- lack of warning from my friends. I'm I'm just gonna like, I'm going first of all. I'm I am going to rage, and I am going to uh, do a Legend of Zelda style spinning attack, and swarm like just slice my sword through all of these rats. So. Pileus, you take your great sword, and it's a kind of an enclosed space, although you have demolished the two the two walls on either side of you. And yeah. you just kind of, like, ducking down to the floor, you bring your sword around in this complete 360 sweep. You manage to kill every single rat around you. Nice. That is, that is classic rat slayer. That's what it is. <laughs> I will not be doing that, but I'll tell you what I will do. I'm going to try to knock this other wall over here down. 
the wall that right one. in front of you doesn't appear to be rotten. It appears to be solid. Uh, yeah, that that wall is pretty solid, but I'm gonna try it. Okay. Hey, did you did you get my daggers? Oh yeah, I'm gonna pick up his daggers first. Okay. And uh, shove them in my pockets and and just uh, say say a little prayer as I acrobatics my way through these uh these spinning blade things. Yeah, you uh, you say your prayer. Then uh, you get hit by a couple of these blades as you're going through, but you know you're you're angry and you don't feel the hits as much as you as much as you normally would. You just come out the other side bloody and raging. Good, yeah, because that definitely would have killed me. Uh, which brings us to Roland. I will walk over to uh, Pylius and grab my daggers and pat him on the head. <laughs> you done good, kid. No, no medical help or anything. I'm not a medic. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be half dead right now. Uh, I really don't want to lead the way down the stairs, but I guess I will start. I want to get out of this freaking house. (laughs) Uh, I will uh, dash to the bottom of this staircase, to the second floor. Second floor landing. Uh, Is anything, like, moving? Now that you see. Just spinning blades instead of doors and rotten walls. Uh, Leander. <clears throat> I will pick up my son, which I seem to be doing a lot of, and um, make my way down the stairs as well. Uh, Qatar. Um, I'm going to uh, follow Roland down the stairs, but I'm not going to dash. All right, so you run down the stairs, uh, leaving Pileus all alone on this third floor landing. Yeah, um, so Pileus is sees everyone running down, but he also sees this lovely tiger skin pelt across oh. the hall. Uh, spinning blades very, right here. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, he, he probably also notices the spinning blades in front of it. He really wants to go and grab that pelt, but because he, of the spinning blades, he is not going to fall the temptation this time. Does he remember when I mentioned the gross-ass rotting tiger pelt? No, he doesn't. Again, this is this is just like the crib moment. Like he just was not paying attention. Then this is the same Pileus that smashed through an unnecessary wall. <laughs> Touche. All right, classic, so yeah. classic rat slayer right there. So, um, so Pileus is going to dash down the stairs with his. Uh, and to catch up with his, his okay. His well, if you dash, you can actually get all the way down to the first floor. You right. can actually that's, pass all of them. That's what I want to do. Okay, Pileus, you run down the stairs. You reach the uh, you reach the bottom of the staircase, and you notice that if you descend any further down these stairs, you're kind of on the on the last step here. If you descend any further, you'll be entering another cloud of smoke. Great. All right, I'll hold here. Uh, I'll 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 just hold here. Uh, Roland. Uh, Pileus just charged past you down to the first floor. Uh, so, uh, well, I wouldn't know. Uh, so I guess I'm following. You get down to where you're just above him on the stairs. You can also see the cloud of black smoke ahead of you. Uh, so are we in the smoke or is it below us? As right soon now? as you step off the stairs, you'll be in it. Okay. Uh, can I see any ways out? Like, it's. Well, you Next know the doorway, that the hallway that we came in, or you whatever. You know that you came in, uh, kind of forward and to your left is where you get to the entryway. But those doors have been replaced by spinning blades. Mm. Father, father. 
I don't want to die, but there's no other way out. So I am going to try to jump through the blades. I'm doing it, guys. I'm getting out of here. Run down, jump through the blades. Uh, yeah. You uh, you not only dive through, you kind of do a little roll on the other side. There's only one set of blades between you and the outside of this house. Is there smoke in this room? No. Uh, unless I can dive through that extra set of doors, I'm going to wait. I mean, you can. Well, shit. <laughs> this is... I'm, I'm getting out of this house, guys. Watch me die. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to dive through the doors. And summoning, summoning your courage, knowing that it might be the last thing you do, you take a run toward this last set of blades, and you find yourself outside the house. Uh, is there anything around me? Am I safe-ish? I'll tell you when it's your turn next. Uh, Leander. I continue uh, carrying my son and going down the stairs. Uh, Qatar. Pileas rushed down the stairs past you. Um... Roland ran down the stairs. You heard some shouts, some in, some indistinct shouts from down there about leaving the house. Uh, and Leander is still kind of making his way down the stairs as fast as he can with Brom and a fireman's carry over his shoulder. I'm going to follow suit and head down to uh, the bottom of the landing. Not all the way in the room, though. Okay. You're standing here on the stairs, uh, a few stairs up, probably a dozen stairs up from Pileus, looking down into this black smoke room. Screw it. Let's do it. I'm going for it. All right. Oh, no. All right. Oh, no. So you, you dash down the stairs. You hold your breath through the smoke. You try to jump through, and one of the blades just, like, cuts into your shoulder. Cool. But you find yourself in a smoke-free entryway, uh, awesome. looking through another set of spinning blades at Roland, just just on the other side. What about the walls in here? Are they? What do they look like? Uh, except for the one, Except for the one to your right. Yeah, uh, they are all seemingly rotted. Pileus. Pileus. Okay, Pileus is is still not as daring as his compatriots. Pileus is going to uh, walk over to where the doorway is, but he is not going to jump through the blades because he has not had the best of luck with that. He wants to inspect this little portion of wall right here and see if it looks like it's rotted similarly to the. It does appear to be rotted, but there's only about a two and a half foot section. Is it two and a half feet? Like okay, so like I could I could sidle through that potentially, right? Maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it and try to knock down this wall. Okay. All right, you swing your sword, and a swarm of rats materializes out of the rubble of the wall. Looks like a job for the rats later. Uh, Roland. You are on the outside, you look around yourself, and it appears to be early morning. Uh, there's there's kind of a fog that's burning off with as the sun rises, and you seem to be in a small village. I am so confused. Do I see any people? Not at this time. Kind of looking around, doesn't seem like anybody's out and about. Can I... <laughs> Can I begin taking a short rest? I have no idea how long these guys are going to take. You can kind of slump against the outside wall of the house. That's, that would yeah, be I'm just like, I am weary. Uh, Leander, on your on your back, Brom kind of begins to struggle a little bit. I place him down. Or I, I kind of look over to see if he's finally awake. You're awake? Did I stick the landing? No, not at all. Nailed it. I place him down. Let's get out of here. Okay. I will go to one of those suits of armor and um, 
I mean, do they look kind of like the animated armor at all? Uh, no, these are much smaller, and uh, and instead of human heads, they appear to have wolf-shaped heads. Oh, that's cool. I grab a head, and I put it in my pack, and I will continue going down the stairs with Braum. All right, Qatar. Can't be that bad, so one more to go. Might as well get out or die trying. Uh, Roland, you're kind of slumped against the outside of this, uh, this house, <laughs> kind of sitting on the stairway. When this body flies past you, <laughs> and Guitar just kind of lands face down in the dirt of the street, unconscious. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> did, did, does Guitar realize he made it out, or did he lose consciousness before? No, he, he got out? hit and lost consciousness as he was going through the door. <laughs> so he kind of has no idea whether or not he made it out. He kind of has no idea of anything because he's unconscious well, yeah, right now. Yeah. All right, Pileus, um, you are uh, covered in a swarm of rats. Pileus is going to go for his signature move, the, uh, the three sixty spin attack. Uh, well, I well, I think it actually would be wise for me to rage before I do that. Okay, I'm going to go for it. You managed to cut a mighty swath through these rats, killing most of them. Roland, fearing the stares of the people that are likely to show up. Uh, I would like to try to help Katara so people don't think that, you know, I murdered this elf dude. Sure. Uh, yeah, and you managed to kind of close up his wounds and, and then prop him against the wall in a... It looks like he's just sleeping. Hmm. And I will go back to... Uh, <laughs> and then you'll just, like, sit down next to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make it look like you guys are just hanging out. Uh, Brahm, it's your turn. Um, I would like to also run to the base of the stairs. So you're down here, you can see this cloud of black smoke, uh, which has Pileus in it, as well as a swarm of rats. Um, from the stairs, I would like to th- produce flame and throw it at the remaining rats. Okay. You managed to burn about half of the remaining rats. There are still several kind of swarming around him. Uh, Leander. Hope that helps. I will go down Pileus, the stairs. There's still a few rats. I will take a crossbow. Around your feet. Bolt and try um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to double it up. Double it up and uh, super sword swing here. All right. Uh, Brom burned some of them. Leander hit like two of them with a crossbow bolt. And now you just finish off the rest of them. Great. I, I, I also want to. I still have my movement, right? Yes, you do. All right. I want to walk over to. Through this neck, through the hole I've made, that I want to sidle through it. And you, uh, you manage to squeeze through. All Fine, right, uh, Pileus, you find yourself back in the entryway. There's one more set of spinning blades before you get out of this house. All right, I want to, I want to check the same, the the two foot gap on the other side of the, of the entryway. Door. It would, it would work the same way. It, it looks, it looks mossy and breakable. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. All right, I'm, I am ready for that next time. Roland, you just gonna hang out. Um, I'm going to shout at Pileus, just come through the fucking door. And then I'm going to sit back down. Cause... All right. Uh, Brom, Pileus has opened up a little bit of hole in the wall where you can kind of like try to slip through. Okay. I'm going to turn to, to my dad and I want to say, wish me luck. <laughs> and I'm going to dash <laughs> and dive through the <laughs> fucking blades. You make it through. And I'll do it again. All right. Oh, Brom, you turn to your father. You say, wish me luck. You run, you dodge through the first set of blades, and you just keep running. Just You don't lose any speed. You hit that second set of blades, and you actually feel one kind of brush your cheek, but you make it through without getting injured. Leander. <clears throat> well, 
saying that I'm by myself, alone in this murder house. Oh, I'm wow. Well, I don't see you. I mutter to myself that I'm too old for this shit. And I uh, get into the black smoke and try and go through the hole that Pileus created. Yeah, you managed to slip through. Uh, you managed to slip through Pileus's hole pretty easily. Pileus? Did everybody else go through? Pileus? Yeah, yeah, they, they all left. It's just me and you and the rats. Did you just did you just talk about yourself in the third person? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna dash. All right. Oh my god. Wow. This party. This this the, the teamwork is amazing. What wow. teamwork? I helped you with the rats. And I didn't have so Leander, you have this little conversation with Pileus. You charge through and you manage to hit it at a terrible time, and the blades just kind of slash into you. But you do make it to the other side, conscious and alive. Pileus. All right. Uh, Pileus is going to do his thing once again. He's going to walk over to this two-foot slab in the wall. He's going to do his thing and, uh, and and try to destroy this rat wall. They don't call me Rat Slayer for nothing. Okay. <laughs> no one calls you Rat I admire his commitment to this. <laughs> All right. So you move up to the wall. You slice into it, and a swarm of rats comes out and uh, swirls around your feet. More rats! Nope. Don't act surprised. I don't. I and don't honestly, know I'm not sure I'm going to help you. Uh, Roland. <laughs> I, listen, I told him to come through the thing. He didn't listen. I want my dagger back, okay? Just like last time, bud. Just like last time. Are you talking to me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. You managed to skewer, like, three or four rats with one dagger. Because, like, you throw it, it hits a rat, and then, like... Continues on through the rat, bounces off the floor, and hits a couple more. Don't say I never gave you nothing. Uh, the swarm of rats is going to try to bite Pileus. So these rats swarm up his legs, just biting him. And this time, he uh, he managed to... He can't really shrug it off. He's he's exhausted himself for the day. His, his rage has run out. So these rats swarm up your body, biting into you, and you just kind of feel yourself slip away from consciousness. Uh, Brom... <sighs> Simple tasks. I'm going to disengage. I'm going to back away and go, oh, fuck, more rats. All right. And make my way as far away as I can. Uh, Leander. I will turn around. I will stomp the ground and channel Word of Radiance. All right. A wave of energy washes out between the spinning blades and the tiny little section of wall that's open. You only managed to hit a few of the rats. Pileus, uh... just jump through. He's down. Pileus, make a oh, death saving down? throw. That oh is God. two failures. Oh All right, Roland. Ah, uh, shit. I feel responsible for this guy. So you, uh, you manage to shish kebab all of the remaining rats and then kind of shake them off of your sword. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Brom, what would you like to do? They took care of the rats. They just need to drag them out, right? So, like, they don't really need anything. I'm going to burn that card that I just used. And instead of doing what I wanted to do, I'm going to use it to cast Unseen Servant um, and task the servant to drag Pilan out. Uh, Brom, <clears throat> he's not going to fit his whole body through there. If you just drag him straight out, he's going to hit those blades. I mean, what else do I do, man? He's going to die in there anyways. He's going to suffocate or whatever. I mean, yeah. you drag him and he gets hit with those blades, he's going to die right now. Okay, I, I'm going to stand by... And hold my action. I'm not going to burn my card just yet, I guess, until they can stabilize them. Until I can see a better action. Okay. How far? I, I, since I can't see Pileus, um, 
could I reach out and touch him? Uh, if you moved, yeah, you could move into Roland's space and reach through the little hole in the wall, sure. Okay. I touch him, and I heal him for two points. Palias. I'm alive. Yeah. You are uh... You want to come join us? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what, you think I should just... I should just, uh... Try, try to sidle? Yeah. Well, it's what you're trying to do anyway. Okay, Dude. here we go. Dude. If, uh, okay. Just dive through, and we'll fix you on the other side. So, Pileus, having just come back to consciousness, kind of focuses himself, gets himself as close to the wall as he can, and slips out safely. Did I kill the rats? No. Um, yeah, you got him, bud. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Did you get my dagger? Ah, oh, shoot. I forgot the dagger. Fuck. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a thing. I was kind of like being brought back from the brink, so the dagger wasn't really a priority for me. Sorry. And so episode three ends with our heroes finding themselves successfully outside the death house, but now in a place that none of them recognize. What are they going to find here? Will they immediately be killed by something two blocks down, or will they manage to find out more about how they ended up here and what the future has in store? Come back and join us again for episode four. You'll be able to find it in the same place you found this, whether it was on Reddit, Facebook, or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.